0: This is a special edition of Ag Bioscience. Welcome, and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, President and CEO of Agronovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things ag bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. History was made when the White House recently hosted the first conference on hunger, nutrition, and health in 50 years. During the conference, the White House unveiled its new strategy to end hunger by 2030, and one of the nation's top leaders in food and nutrition joins us today to explore this new strategy and the opportunity it creates for innovation to serve those in need. Welcome Deputy Undersecretary for USDA's Food, Nutrition, and Consumer Services, Stacy Dean. Stacy, welcome to AgBioscience.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me, Mitch. I am thrilled to be here today.
0: Uh, we are elated to have you, and I have to start out with saying thank you. Thank you for investing the time to join us. But more importantly, thank you for your service to our nation, Stacy. Really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you for saying that. It is an absolute uh, absolute pleasure and a privilege.
0: Uh, it's, it's incredible the work you're doing, incredible the work that we saw. Uh, President Biden unveil this new five-pillar strategy, this framework to end hunger by 2030. Before we jump into that, I wanna hear more about you, Stacey. You've been a bold leader in the battle against hunger for decades. Share with us more about your career and the work you're leading at the US Department of Agriculture.
1: Oh, well, thanks so much. You know, um, I, I am just a typical DC policy wonk. No, I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> I um, I went to the University of Michigan. Sorry for uh, you Indiana fans. But and I got, I went there undergrad and grad, and I got a, a degree in public policy, which is really about uh, well, it, well, it covers a lot of things. But one of the things it does is help equip folks to do figure out how government can solve big problems. And I was very um, very hopeful and uh, young and and thought we could change the world and came to DC and got a job as a budget analyst and worked on food and nutrition programs and honestly came in a little, um, I don't know, not know—not—not—not not with a thought in my mind of the policy area that I wanted to work in, but was and just truly moved by the work that USDA and the Food and Nutrition Service and all their partners around the country uh, do to uh, feed their neighbors and not just fill bellies with calories but feed them well it is um it is a it's it's a mission it's a calling and so uh anyway fast forward a couple of decades and here i am uh having this incredible opportunity to lead the agency that i just respect so much so it's a it's a real privilege to be here
0: yeah, such a powerful agency such an important agency particularly as you look at connecting food to those in need and I have to say, uh, Stacy, thank you. Thanks to the White House. Thanks to Ambassador Rice for the opportunity to join the historic conference on hunger, nutrition, and health. I, for those that couldn't join, maybe give a sense uh, for what this conference represented, the historical context for the event. And the last time this event happened, we saw new programs, school lunch programs, SNAP, WIC really take new chapters. This is a, This is another one of those pivotal moments in time.
1: Yeah, I think it is. You know, the other thing that happened in the 69 conference was that the Food and Nutrition Service, uh, or its origins are a STEM oh, back. Wow. So for us, this is our, this is our origin story. Um, you know, the conference itself was, um, it was rich, it was meaningful, it was inspirational. We had uh, uh, world-renowned experts, and we also had per- program participants, community leaders. It was a really diverse and engaging group. And it but it in and of itself is not going to solve hunger. That was never the purpose. It was meant to galvanize, inspire and spark and launch, right, to launch us on a new journey. And that's, I think, it what it drew inspiration from the 1969 Congress, which I it's, the story is that there were over a thousand recommendations that came out of that last conference. Wow. And you talked about some of them, right? The school lunch program, uh, a national food stamp, and now SNAP program, the dietary guidelines. Many of those things took three, four, 10 years to ultimately achieve. And so uh, we can't measure our success by yesterday. I think that our secretary, uh, Secretary Vilsack says, let's look back 10 years from now on what we did. But what we hope yesterday did was describe the, uh, the level of, problem that we have with respect to food insecurity, as well as nutrition insecurity, how critical core diet health is. We want to galvanize public support uh, and set us on our way for solving this problem because as the president said, uh, this problem is not too big for our country. Uh, This is the United States of America and we can solve both hunger and diet related disease. And um, I'm I'm pumped. Um, These problems are big and important.
0: Well, and I think the president said it so clearly. Then we saw it time and time again. 2030. I mean, this isn't a this isn't a you know long off in the horizon, but the commitment was: how do we rally public sector? How do we rally private sector, nonprofit organizations to end hunger by 2030? There's this multi-pronged strategy that the president rolled out. Can you share with us a little bit more, Stacy, around what's in that strategy, maybe some of the core components that folks listening could, could begin to understand?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, uh, Core components is a great way to think about it. We call them uh, pillars. We have five core pillars. One is improve access to food and, and make that food affordable. So government plays a really uh, big role there in terms of uh, making sure folks have the economic resources. Uh, So first off, President Biden wants a strong economy, good paying jobs, uh, make sure that as we grow, we're uh, growing from the middle out and the bottom up um, so that uh, all Americans have access to uh, food. And of course, if wages aren't there, someone's elderly, disabled, we can use the federal food programs to supplement. Uh, the second is that we—the second pillar—is to integrate nutrition and health. So we don't want to ever again. This is about some of the issues around not just calories, but high-quality calories. We want people to be well-fed. So we want to make sure um, that we're offering nutritious, healthy food from our program. So, for example, in the school food program, we, we've set high nutrition standards. We want to uh, reset the bar even better standards so we give our kids the best um, as we fill their bellies and give them what they need to thrive. A third pillar is empowering consumers to make and have access to healthy choices. So in rural America, maybe you don't have access to a grocery store. That's also true in some parts of urban America. Right. So how do we get um, fresh, affordable food available in retail at outlets and um, uh, and other, uh, I, I guess, other options. Farmers markets, for example. So the private sector is critical partner here. Pillar four, supporting physical activity for all. Uh, I think we all know we probably don't move as much as we should. And a lot of folks don't have access uh, to uh, public spaces, safe spaces. So that's on the agenda for the the administration. How do we make federal and local parks more available to folks, as well as support uh, physical activity in school and other places? And the final pillar is, of course, we have to uh, make sure that we are following the evidence and the science and that we're testing whether our strategy worked. So that's enhanced nutrition and food security research. Um, what, uh, what is good health and nutrition for you might not be the same for me, might not be the same for an 80 year old. And so we've got to make sure we've got really good research, uh, that tells us what are the best prescriptions. And you may have heard yesterday, for example, there are, um, so many folks today struggling with diabetes, obesity, any number of diet related diseases where a good diet and strong nutrition in addition to obviously always under a doctor's care can be the solution. And so that's why it's so critical that we advance um, nutrition research. So those are our pillars. I give you a few examples um, and we, we really cover a lot. It's going to take an all of government approach and honestly, an all of society approach. We need local government, state government, the private sector. And we're probably going to get to it, our private sector commitments to help us out here. And of course, individuals and communities uh, to be a part of this.
0: Now we're talking with Stacey Dean. She's Deputy Undersecretary for USDA's Food, Nutrition, and Consumer Services. Stacy, we heard yesterday Chairman McGovern, Senator Booker, Senator Braun, Ambassador Rice, all described what you just talked through, this idea for industry to be part of the solution as we really work to eradicate hunger. How do you envision this new strategy creating opportunity for both those that supply food, farmers, CPG companies, retailers, to those in need?
1: Well, you know, farmers. Let's—I'm so glad you started there. They're probably our most fundamental and important partner. We have so many farmers, uh, ranchers, producers who are um, uh, growing and producing amazing, high-quality food, and it's not necessarily reaching the folks who need it the most, and they're not getting uh, value always for uh, the product that they're growing and producing. So that's a big part of what USD is trying to do: is to improve uh, markets, improve the food system and uh, make it easier for, let's say a school food uh, program to buy locally, make sure that our food banks are procuring food locally, right? Instead of food that's produced thousands of miles away. So that's sort of core and central to everything that we do but um, you also mentioned the private sector so the food industry we want them to be uh, producing uh, foods that are good for our kids that well, maybe with less sodium a little less sugar but that are tasty right nobody's saying we don't want to we still want to still enjoy food and celebrate with food uh, but we've got to have more food available to us that um, helps us thrive and helps our body nourish our bodies um, and so industry has such a critical role to play there
0: I think it's interesting. We look back over this last 50 years since the the last time we had one of these conferences and so many advances, so many advances in technology specifically. And we saw great innovators at this conference. Kamau Witherspoon, the CEO of Shipped, made a giant announcement around this launch of a new tech accelerator to combat hunger. Love this idea. How do you think, how do you envision technology and commercial innovation, even e-grocery, becoming part of the future as we look to connect more food supply to those in need?
1: Well, part of it is the call to action, right? I mean, I think government doesn't want to dictate what the private sector does. What government wants to do is lay out the problem and where we need help and see what comes forward. So a great example of that would be during the pandemic, uh, we have a program that is a sort of a senior food box program. And uh, it's normally often distributed with the help of volunteers who are themselves senior citizens. Obviously, that system fell apart during the pandemic. And guess who stepped up? DoorDash. DoorDash stepped up and said, we can help deliver those senior food boxes. You give us the addresses because that's something, you know, and uh, and they have been doing this across the country uh, 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 free of charge to some of these local charitable, for some of these local charitable organizations to get food to those seniors um data analysis like where you've got a lot of as you're you're interested in tech we've got a lot of companies who've got a lot of data and can map uh heat map where do we have food deserts that's something that they they have but maybe a local mayor is interested in that as he or she is thinking about where should they locate um, uh, a new mobile food pantry or where are their kids in need of particular help so i think What's so exciting about the private sector involvement in this is not that we dictate, but that we, we, we uh, lay out the call to action and see what steps forward. And the list of commitments uh, yesterday was really
0: terrific. I love this idea of, of how do we unlock the power of innovation, right? How do we unlock this power of American entrepreneurship to solve some of the toughest problems? We conducted some research with Purdue University. A couple of years ago. And in that research, Stacey, I just think this is brilliant. It said in the future, food security will be driven more by connectivity than proximity, meaning digital connectivity versus proximity to a retail grocer sent us on this path called Hunger Tech, where we're trying to inspire these new creations. And it's it's interesting to see programs like Snap, programs like Wick, really begin to embrace this idea of, we, we don't have to keep going back to the same way we've done business forever. Let's figure out the way that we can meet people where they are.
1: Yeah, that's right. So whether it's um, creating platforms for folks to use or their benefits to shop online, right? That's the simplest and easiest. But what about offering really high quality nutrition education? What about answering um, in the kitchen when you're trying to figure out how do I get my kids to uh, think about uh, broccoli in a different way as you're, you know, as us parents, we've stared at the refrigerator thinking, <laughs> I just don't know how to make this interesting to my kids, right? Um, we, we've got tons of incredible nutrition education information. We've got budgets and shopping lists that all that match and align with our programs. But I think we could use a little help at, um, at meeting parents in that moment. And so that's a perfect place for industry to step forward and uh, show us how it's done. And I think we, uh, we just want to um, pull the best that industry has to offer and uh, provide it through our programs and to all of our participants who, who absolutely want to do the best by their kids and are going to be delighted with help that'll get them there.
0: Absolutely. Okay, Stacey, maybe time for two more quick questions. The big one, strategies released, five pillars unveiled, brought everyone together. What's next?
1: Well, what's next is getting to work on uh, (laughs) on doing all the things that we committed to do. So, uh, And Secretary Vilsack has been really clear. The 28th was really important. That was the day of the conference. What he wants to know is what are we doing on the 29th and the 30th on October 1st? So uh, we've, we've got a bunch of things coming out. We are releasing uh, a number of grants um, to innovate within our WIC program, which is a program that serves women, infants, and children. We, we need to modernize it. We need to tailor it more appropriately. So that's rolling out this month. We're also going to be updating the food package in that program to reflect the dietary guidelines. We've got new investments in, um, on this, to support school food uh, for local, uh, local cooking. And that's just the beginning. We've got a lot more
0: coming. I love it. Okay. That perfect segue into the final question. You've mentioned some real big programs on the horizon. How can innovators, how can farmers, producers, those in the food supply chain, how can they work with you and your team to accelerate these results?
1: We would love that. We absolutely want to talk with leaders in the field about, um, Uh, their ideas, their proposals, their suggestions. But you know, the place to really start, one is of course knowing yourself and your strength as a company, but it's really to spend time in community with individuals who use our programs, with individuals who are struggling against hunger or struggling with diet-related disease, centering everything that you put forward with the problems that um, so many millions of Americans are struggling with. Uh, I think it's about solving problems for them uh, and that, that's exactly what we want to be working with um, industry and the private sector on.
0: Incredible. Super clear call to action. Stacey Dean, she is Deputy Undersecretary for USDA's Food and Nutrition and Consumer Services. Stacy, just a real delight. Thank you so much for investing the time.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: And thank you for tuning in to this special edition of Ag Bioscience. Get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library of archives episodes. And you can always learn more online at agronovusindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agrinovus team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon.
1: This podcast is a product of Agrinovus Indiana in
0: collaboration with Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Mitch Frazier, panel episodes by Gary Dick, Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agrinovusindiana.com.